0: hey what is up podcast family welcome to episode four of the narrow way podcast i'm your host brandon and today we're switching it up and we're doing something new so you guys i know are used to hearing my voice but today i'm going to be joined by one of my best friends my christian brother jaron babo
1: Hey guys, what's up? First off, I would just love to say it's been an absolute blessing, Brennan, just to be in brotherhood with you, and just when we found Christ around the same time of our lives. I mean, if you would ask me four years ago in our, what class was it, robotics class?
0: It was like uh, that 3D printing one. I don't know, (laughs) we played Kronker all the time.
1: Yeah, man, we were always just goofing off there, but we didn't really know each other at the time. But if you asked me four years ago if we'd be doing a podcast on Christianity with this guy, I would call you absolutely crazy. But it's just been amazing to see Brandon grow in his faith and is just uh, following his calling. Um, to sum up my testimony in short span, I grew up in a Christian home. Um, I went to church every Sunday. I was I was actually raised Catholic. Um, you know, I, I thought I was a Christian. You know, I wore a cross chain. You know, I had a uh, maybe Bible verse in my bio here then, you know, but I never really walked it out. I didn't really realize the weight of my sin until. um. Me and Brandon started becoming good friends and he started being on fire for the Lord and posting about his walk with Christ And mm-hmm. I was just interested in this because you know, I was I thought I was a Christian So I was just asking him a lot of questions and uh, I realized he really made me realize the weight of my sin and just how much I actually needed a Savior and how I needed to be born again and to enter Into the kingdom of God and so from then I knew I needed a Savior So I called on Jesus name and I've been on fire for the Lord since and me and him have done just many great things in his name together over the years and we've just become a powerhouse first kingdom all glory to god
0: powerhouse i like that that's a good that's a good ring to it so dude we've been we've been like dreaming of having a podcast forever we'll have we'll be walking around at nighttime like two in the morning have a nice conversation about God. like dude we should start a podcast Then we mm-hmm. get all hyped about it. Then the months will pass and nothing will happen. But we're here. <laughs> yeah. You know, we got yeah. we got the podcast. Amen. And, you know, things seem to be going well. Okay. Amen. So, hey, Jaron, today we're going to be talking about church hurt, um, which is extremely prevalent in today's society, I believe. And I think one of the most crucial examples around the wor- world that we have seen is the surge of hate and, like, oppression towards the LGBT community. I in, the, I in the church it's like it's just
1: Mhm. And I I totally see it, you know. Um to be honest, and I've I've actually heard a lot of people from the LGBTQ community and just on how they've actually been really hurt by some things some pastors have said or have um even just people from the church. And you know, it's sadly to say like in my early walk with the Lord, you know, I was was kind of just on fire for the Lord. You know, I just wanted to call people out for their yeah. sin, you know? And then I've grown from that, realizing I'm just as...
0: We wanted to be right. Yeah, right We just wanted to be right.
1: You know, and I've hurt some people with some things I've said, and I truly regret it. And uh, I did not come at it from a Christ-loving perspective, and I've pushed away some people. And if any of you are listening right now and you've been pushed away by me, um, I truly apologize. And uh, I just hope that you can come back to the church and realize the love that christ has for you and that we're just imperfect people trying to be like christ and we're gonna mess up
0: yeah and this doesn't even just apply for people who are lgbtq i mean if you've been hurt at all by the church then that was something that was wrong with the people in the church the thing you have to realize is jesus is the type of person who is never going to hurt you for your sin he's going to convict you but mm-hmm. he's never going to hurt you like mm-hmm. i was watching this uh this video on instagram the other day and it was talking about guilt and shame come from the devil because it's going to push you away from god because like you feel guilty if you feel guilty towards someone you're not going to want to like be close to them because you're like, Oh, he's going to be mad at me. She's going to be mad at me. I kind of just, I don't want to be near him. Mm-hmm. But when God convicts you of that sin, it's like, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Maybe I should go to God and figure out what I should be doing. So if you've been hurt by the church in any way, like that is the devil. Like that is not Jesus. That is not what Jesus told us to do in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um. So as we kind of dive in today, Jaron, if you were to give the listeners one piece of advice, let's say, to our audience listening, if they have been hurt by the church, what is one piece of advice that you would give them?
1: Hmm. Um, there's so so much advice I could give you, but I'd say something to remember is that uh, us Christians, the people who claim to be Christ followers, we are all broken people. Who um, I like, uh, someone once said this analogy: how like the church is a hospital for broken people. You know um, We're not perfect So we're, we're Christians Because We're not perfect And we need a savior That's good And I just say If you've been hurt by Someone in the church Realize that They are not perfect at all you are, We are all on the same equal plane We yeah. are all just We all fall short Of God's standards You yeah. know
0: We're actually yeah. gonna dive more into that today The whole idea of like Realizing that people Especially in the church Still are by like No means perfect mm-hmm. Okay, so now what I want to dive into is the root problem of church hurt because church, being hurt by the church is not like a surface le- like surface issue problem. Like mm-hmm. there is something deeper that is going on with the church that is causing it to push people away from Christianity. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, I think you and I both know enough people who have been hurt with the close, and some were very close with um, because they left the faith due to a bad experience with the church. And I can't help but wonder if the people who are listening are wondering, like, what's the big idea of church hurt? So the first thing I want to talk about is eternity. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is you have to understand when it comes to deciding whether or not you want to be a Christian because someone else hurt you in the church, like, there is so much at stake. And the biggest thing at stake is your eternity. Like, yeah. this this choice with whether you're going to accept the church for what it is, or if you're just going to keep pushing yourself away, mm-hmm. is going to be the decision you make that is going to, at the end of the day, decide, are you going to be with God forever? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to be away from God forever? And it's such a crucial thing. And it hurts because like, there are people out there who are twisting the minds of others and it's having like a significant impact on their eternity. Oh
1: yeah. A thousand percent. Um, Especially, like, if you look at it this way, um, someone once told me, does one bad apple on a tree make the whole tree bad? Yep. You know? Does it yeah. make the roots bad? Of course, Christ is the root of the church, and sometimes there are some bad fruit, but that doesn't say that the whole tree is bad. You exactly. know,
0: Exactly. Yeah. Um, another thing, like, listen, if, if you don't want to go to the church, that's fine. You know, Jesus never told us that the way to get to heaven was to go to church every Sunday. Mm -hmm. But when you're pushing yourself away from Jesus, you're missing out on true love, like Mm -hmm. true, serious love. Like we think we know love now. We have our boyfriends, we have our girlfriends, uh, parents, siblings, cousins, whatever, and you love them. You love them to death. But the human love is always going to let you down. Like Mm -hmm. there is a love for you. Like Jesus offers you a love that was willing to go to a cross and die, like, the most brutal death for a people who didn't even want him. Yep. Like, how much love are are they missing out on? Like,
1: you know, it's so hard to say because our human love can't even, it's not even an ounce of what God's love has for us, you know. Um, I just, But there's something that happens to the heart when someone accepts Jesus as their Lord and Savior. You know, it starts transforming, and we love because God loved us first. And so as we learn more about Christ and follow Him, we learn to love like Him more. And I feel like when you get into a church of people who are more fully devoted followers of Jesus, you're going to experience more love, the more love of God that... God would give you. I mean, it's still not, doesn't compare, but right. like, it's, you're missing out on some great things. And like,
0: you have to think about it. If, let's say, if someone opened up a Bible and they saw how loving this Jesus guy was, and you go to a church, like, oh, these guys are all Christians. They all act like Jesus, which means they're all gonna be incredibly loving. They're gonna welcome me in. You go into this church, and then instead of being loved you're you're shamed for what you've done in your past you're told you are a sinner you're Mm -hmm. you're going to hell and like it just feels like everyone's attacking you Mm -hmm. I can understand why if you've been hurt by the church you wouldn't want anything to do to Jesus because you go in there having an expectation of love for this guy who came to die for the world named Jesus and then instead you get harassed you get attacked Mm -hmm. and if anything you feel no love and you feel excluded from everything personally if I was talking to the friends of this person who I believe was the most loving person and they were all like mean to me, I'd be like, well, if his friends are all mean to me, like why would I want anything to do with him? Because obviously Mm -hmm. he must be rubbing off on them or they must be rubbing off on him. And if the hatred is coming from them, they must be coming from the friend first. So like I can understand why church hurt would push someone away. Mm -hmm. But listen, like Jaren said, on behalf of the Christian community, If you have ever faced hurt, harassment, assault, whatever it is, whatever I went over, if you've ever faced it in the church, on behalf of the Christian community, I am truly sorry. Mm -hmm. Listen to me. That is not how Jesus intended the church to be. He intended it to be a beacon of hope, a beacon of love and light in a world that's clouded with judgment. And if you have experienced any of this and you still struggle from it, let me tell you that there is healing available for you. And we're actually going to go over that right now. So I think what's best is we offer, how can you get over church hurt? So I heard this analogy on Instagram the other day, and I thought it was one of the most like relatable analogies you could ever hear. Imagine you had a little cousin and your little cousin started playing piano. And you went to one of his piano recitals and he sucked. Like he sucks so bad at piano. He couldn't play the notes right. The song was falling apart. It was like really awkward, but you had to like awkwardly clap because he's your cousin and you can't tell him that he sucks. But like what would it be fair to hear your cousin play the piano and suck and be like, oh, I'm never going to piano recital again. I'm never going to see anyone play the piano. Mm. Everyone who plays the piano must suck Mm. because my cousin sucks at playing the piano. Mm. That's the same thing with the church. Wow. How come? Because when you see one group of people who don't display the love of Jesus correctly, we automatically assume all Christians are like that. We have one bad experience with the church and all of a sudden every Christian is the same. Mm -hmm. You don't give everyone, anyone else a chance because since this one group did it, everyone else must do it you don't give Jesus a chance because if one group does it everyone else does it mm-hmm. so we're gonna go into a few practical things you can do to get over church hurt. and the first one is take a break like I said going to church isn't commanded by Jesus yes it's a great thing to be in community mm-hmm. but like how often or how important is just like having solitude
1: oh yeah I mean again like Brandon said is church is not a requirement of salvation um and so sometimes we need to distance ourselves from people who have hurt us so we can learn to maybe just even just calm down and take a breath and just remind themselves that they're human and you have to act that like, you also have to ask yourself have you hurt someone before and have you wanted someone to forgive you even when like you know you messed up but that friend's not forgiving you and you feel horrible they could be feeling the exact same way now there could be things where there could be times when they're absolutely not feeling that way, um, and they're just completely ignoring the fact that they hurt you really bad, but that's the point of being a Christian. It's based off of forgiveness. Yeah, that is why we are Christians. If it if wasn't for Jesus being nailed to that cross and just taking the worst death possible for us, so that we could simply call on His name and ask for forgiveness and forgiveness and just like realizing the weight of our sin, and and just have a heart of repentance and He forgives us for every past, present, future sin you will ever do. He forgives that. So why don't we practice that? Yeah. I mean, you know.
0: And like that, sometimes that sort of mindset can only be reached when you take yourself away Mm -hmm. and you just sit down with Jesus and you just pray for the ability to have forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Like when you take a break from the church and all the busyness, and all of the hurt you might have experienced, and you just sit down with Jesus, the perfect embodiment of love, you're gonna see like what it really means to be a Christian. Mm-hmm. Because these other people are not like what it means to be a Christian. You don't become a Christian for other people. You become a Christian to become what the Bible says actually a little Christ. Yeah. So like represent Jesus and be A little version, like a mini little Jesus walking around the world and showing him what the kingdom means. And you actually went a lot into forgiveness, which is actually our second point, practicing forgiveness. So practicing forgiveness, I believe, is an essential part of the healing process. It doesn't mean what we that we just like forget what happened, mm-hmm. that we condone it. Because the yeah. chan- chances are, if you've been hurt by the church, the number one thing you're not going to do is just forget it ever happened and be like, oh well, and just go back to church. That's that's not what we're asking you to do. Yeah. Instead, forgiveness is when we choose to release our anger and our bitterness and just go to God. And here's yeah. the thing, if you want to pray to God about His church, you can you can yell at Him. Yeah. Like God can take your anger. You can yell and you can scream about how the church has hurt you. And
1: yeah, he knows your thoughts. He knows, <laughs> he knows your thoughts already. Your
0: Why yeah. not tell him, you know, yeah. it, like keeping that away from God is going to do you nothing except just build more and more and more anger in your heart. God can take it. Like he can take it. Just,
1: yeah.
0: just pour it out to him. And when you pour it out to God, you get all those emotions out. He's going to answer and you're going to be able to have this, this, wave that comes over you and you're going to be able to practice forgiveness. But, I mean, Jaren, what what does forgiveness look like?
1: Ah, man, it's deep, but a simple answer, the cross. You know, I'm just going back to the cross. Um, Forgiveness is not an overnight thing either. You know, Um, I think as we're being transformed to the likeness of a son every day, you know, we're still human and we still hold grudges, even if you don't admit it or not. I feel like we can all admit we still have a little hate in our hearts for somebody who's hurt us you know um, but praying it it's strictly the grace of God that's going to get you to be able to forgive someone who's hurt you so bad you know and I've, I feel like there's just people who go through some crazy stuff I mean like for example like say if I was a father and someone Uh, Rape my daughter Or anything One of my biggest fears Biggest fears right Horrible How could I come to that person In forgiveness Yeah You know But if Jesus forgave forgave him If Jesus can forgive him So can I Yeah You know With that Holy Spirit Living inside of me
0: It's not gonna be easy It's not
1: easy And you're gonna need Prayer And you're gonna need His grace Like no other Yes
0: right. so the next one we have Is Focus on Jesus so ultimately, our relationship with Jesus is what matters most. Like, mm-hmm. Our relationship with the greatest pastor in the world isn't going to get us into heaven. It's our relationship with Jesus that does. Mm-hmm. Um, it is essential, just like practicing forgiveness, to focus on Jesus and what he said in the Bible rather than on the actions of other people in the church. As well. Spend time in prayer. Read the Bible. And attend a church when you're ready that aligns with your views that can help strengthen your relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing. If you go into the church without a relationship with Jesus and you see all these things and you get hurt by someone, then obviously you're not going to want to have anything to do with Jesus. Mm-hmm. We, we talked about that earlier. But if you actually dive into his word and you figure out, like, what does he teach and you begin to place that on your heart, then if you do get hurt by the church, then you can actually have that mindset where you're like, yeah, these people hurt me, but I know what Jesus said. Yeah. This person said that my past has scarred me and I'm not welcome here but yeah. I know what Jesus says that those who are in Jesus are made new. They're a new creation. Yes. So that person is wrong. You yeah. begin to actually have this this spiritual shield where the devil can use the church to try and attack you and that, that shield can be Jesus said this, Jesus said this, I'm not this. I am who Jesus yeah. says I am. I am not what these people in the church say I am. Yeah, a
1: thousand percent.
0: Okay. So something to remember. Like, Your faith, like we said, shouldn't be in other people. It should be in Jesus. People will never do, like, a perfect job at showing Jesus. Like, (laughs) here's the reality. No matter what church you go to, there's going to be something that doesn't align with Jesus' teachings. Mm -hmm. And that's because you're never going to find a church that's perfect for you.
1: Yeah.
0: But, Jaren, like, we've been part of the church for, like, how long now? Like, two, two years? Three, 3 years three, yeah. we, we, we two or rushed. three years coming up now yeah. like how often do we fail to represent Jesus <laughs> daily <sometimes>. we have <laughs> we have those nights yeah. you know we sleep over we end up staying out all night and we go to the mall we do stupid things we're t- we're, we're 18 <laughs> yeah. year old boys yeah. like men now actually mm-hmm. we are adults yeah. it's crazy but like yeah. do we represent Jesus that whole time
1: No. No, we don't. I I mean, obviously, in our heart, we want to. We We, want to. But the reality is, we do
0: not. We do not represent Jesus all the time.
1: We are slowly being sanctified every day. Sanctification is a very, very slow process. And honestly, if we were like Jesus all the time, we would be perfect. And we're clearly not. That's why Jesus had to come down and save us. Yeah, exactly. So, yes, people are not going to be representing Jesus 24 7. You know,
0: so Yeah. Yeah. But listen, as we begin to wrap up today, to those who have been hurt by someone in the church, forgive us. Yes. I will never be perfect at showing Jesus. Mm -hmm. Jaron will never be perfect at showing Jesus. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. Jesus will always be perfect at showing Jesus. Amen to that. And Jaron, so why don't to wrap things up, why don't you tell the podcast family what Jesus has in store for those who have been hurt by the church?
1: I, something I would say is that Jesus had so much he just has so much in store for you guys you know he has an unconditional love that promises to never leave you or abandon you no matter how much or how, how bad people of the church have hurt you you know he feels you, he feels you and he hears you and he wants you to come to him with those feelings um, he wants you to see him as a loving father who cares for you because that's who he is
0: mm, that's good So if you've been let down down by the church or Christians in general, we are sorry. But just try to take a break. Take a break, forgive us, and focus on Jesus. Get up, shake off the dirt, and let the Holy Spirit show you that Jesus isn't something you just find in a church, but it's a relationship of pure love that will take over your life forever. So to end things, will you guys pray with us?
1: Dear Heavenly Father, we'd just like to thank you for this time and thank you for Brandon's obedience for starting this podcast. Um, we'd just like to thank you for who you are and for you showing who you are so we can try our best to model you and model the church into people who just love people and just are accepting like you like you would be. And I just pray that people who have been hurt by this, by this church, and I, I just pray that they come back and realize that we're not perfect, and I pray that the people who have hurt people, that they come to repentance and just apologize, apologize for what they've done, um, and we ask this in your name. Amen. Amen. Love you guys.